Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi guys, my name is Sarah Nicole and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays. Subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Mystic Michaela is in the house. She's on the pod. Oh my God. I got connected to you because obviously I cover celebs and their relationships. And there were so many hot couples coming up lately, which we'll, I'll obviously make you discuss. But my followers just started sending me like all your different readings about the different celebrity couples. I love it. So tell us what, what you do. You're an aura reader, right? Yeah. So I see colors around people and it's the aura. And all that is really is like we all have our own energy signature around us and it tends to be two colors. And there's like five main ones with some extras, but they're 10. Everybody tends to have like two aura colors. And I'll tell you, it rules everything about you, you know, and, and a lot of the problems that I'll see with people is because they're trying to be something they're not or ignore who they authentically are and move into spaces where they feel like, no, you know, this is better for me or whatnot. So when I look, so when I look at celebrities, okay, because I'm, I love it. Like, I, I want to know why I care. That's like the big thing. Like, why do I care? So I try to explain it back in aura color to people because I feel like we see ourselves in them a lot. So if you can kind of understand what it is about them, that maybe is like blue, you know, it's, it's your, you get it. Like maybe you have a blue aura too, or purple or kind of what motivates them or what attaches you to them. What are the energies that draws you in? So I love doing readings about them that are kind of deeper. So did this come to you like in the movies where like all of a sudden you're like, (gasps) and like you get like a flash of like electricity through your body and you see an aura. That's funny. Like kind of like, I've always seen colors my whole life. It's just that I didn't 
think it was I didn't know what it was for, I guess. Um, so it's kind of like smelling, you know, like you've always smelled, you know, you, you never had like a moment where you're like, oh, my God, I can smell, you know, but I actually am a teacher. I was a teacher and I taught Spanish middle school for a long time. And seriously, that's when I was like, oh, my God, because I was like, that's what it's for. That's what all the colors are for, because I would be like, okay, all right, you know, yellow kids need grammar and red kids need games. Like I was differentiating learning styles and I realized it correlated to their colors. And I was like, oh, my God, like and and that was like the seed that started this whole thing. So do you physically see like a color kind of like do what a color am I right now? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So I see, so with me, it's really my third eye that sees it. Like somebody asked me once, like, how do you drive? <laughs> it's just funny. So it is like my third eye. It's just that I use it so much. It's the same. It feels the same as my physical eyes, if that makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. So you're purple yellow. So this is fun because it's like a, it's like the opposite land combination. So Yellow people are usually often like this is you where you can go down a rabbit hole and you can like notice things that other people tend to not see. And then you make the connections. That's like very yellow detail oriented, like pick up that in between the lines kind of stuff. And then you're purple, too. So you're intuitive and you're creative. And it's like, okay. And I feel like you get feelings about things like you're like, okay, I know something's going on now. Yellow's going to come in and find the freaking evidence to prove it. I know it's right. So like for you, I get those two energies can come together and like create not skinny, but not fat. So it's kind of like you come in and you can kind of see like, okay, I'm noticing these like physical representations in people's lives or whatnot. What does it mean? I know it means something. And you put the pieces together like a puzzle. That's what I see around you. Is, yellow, is purple. purple or yellow also like obsessive? Yes. Um, yellows okay. are. <laughs> yeah. Yellows can get like really over analytical perfectionist, like very OCD. Like I always say nobody's harder on themselves than a yellow. Like in your head, it's like the way that I'm sure you talk to yourself <laughs> could be like extremely tough if we heard it on the outside. Honest, direct, authentic. You know, like I feel like you'd rather tell the truth and have somebody react to that negatively than lie and have somebody react to that positively. I feel like you right. just rather be honest and be like, you know, there it is. That's me. That's that's, you know, and that's very yellow. That's very that is me sometimes to a fault. How many colors are there? Are there all of them like the whole rainbow? Yeah, there's five main aura colors. So it's red, blue, yellow, purple and green. But then I'll see like turquoise and indigo and pink. So those are kind of like more like Kim Kardashian has a pink aura and like Britney Spears does too. So like when I see pink auras, I get like really excited, but there's five main aura colors. And yeah, most people have a combination of two. So what is Paris Hilton? I feel like she would be a pink yes. too, no? Yes. Oh my yes. God, did oh I get Amanda. it? Did I, yeah. Am I like, in it? You're like A++ student. Yeah, so she is too. Like Anna Nicole Smith was pink too. Mm. You know, it's, they usually are kind of like a tragic thing going on. Cardi B is pink, but she like, owned it. So the thing with pink people is they're very, they have kind of like a childlike innocence, but they're very stubborn about it. So mm. I'll see a lot of pink kids, but society will squash it out of you usually. So it's very uncommon for me to see pink adults, but they, when I do see them, they have like a childlike thing going on. Mm. And so therefore society tends to be fascinated with them. Like Marilyn Monroe was pink too. Society tends to be like fascinated with them, but also wants to like tell them how dumb and naive they are and like keep them in some sort of cage or box. And it becomes 
like this almost like fascination plus abuse kind of thing that we see with them often. And like all the people that we mentioned, like you can see them kind of like, well, with Kim being so pink, I feel like the way that she's been somewhat protected is her mother. Like, I feel like Chris is the one, like if they have a good handler, then they can be, then then they live a better life. But like if they Mm. don't, they get taken advantage of so poorly so early on. So is Justin Bieber a pink? (laughs) So funny. He's he's actually purple green, but his green. So green people are often. uh, How do I put this? Like they can be a little detached from reality. Now, he's very unbalanced and purples can be self-destructive. So with I'm self-destructive also. Yeah. Purples can get self like then there's no bad colors, by the way. It's just like Mm. we all have like our shadow sides or whatever. So purple people can be self-destructive like with, you know, and, and probably not now because you're like mom life a little bit, you know, but like maybe earlier on, <laughs> sometimes like purples make bad choices or like take risks or they mess up life on purpose because they don't feel like they can handle a, like a normal way of dealing with things. I call that a purple bomb. So mm. purple and and I will see purple people not all the time, but sometimes with like, you know, struggle with uh, mental issues or just so Justin Bieber got like real self-destructive, you know, for mm. a while. I feel like Haley, right? Like she really keeps him on her toes, but she's yeah. she's yellow and yellow people can organize you, you know? Oh, she's kinda, just yellow. She's yellow purple like you. Oh, she's like me? Yeah, she's a little more yellow than you, but yeah. I mean, that's what I see around her. I feel like she's more yellow. I feel yeah. it. I feel what you're you feel saying. It, right? And does it explain like do people of the same colors like each other? Sometimes. Does Haley Bieber love me? No, because I'm trying to think why I love her. I feel like with hate, like not everyone understands yellow people. Yellow people can get the bad rep sometimes of being cold a little bit mm. or removed. I feel like Haley gets that. She, really? She, she really does. Yeah. And people are like, oh, especially like compared to Selena or whatever, because that's what people do. Like that was his ex, right? I always get yeah. the names wrong. Yeah. So like they're totally different. But I can see like with Haley, she and yellow people in general, they tend just not to react right away. Like if something's going on, they're going to take a minute, digest it, process their answer and come out with it. And people who are haters can be like, oh, that's cold. Or if somebody's insecure in themselves, Mm. they can interpret that as, I don't know, they're not being vulnerable or they're holding back or they're rude or whatever. And I feel like Haley just just she knows how to she's been through so much I feel and this is probably why you attract to her she's been through so much in her own life that she's learned how to put yeah I guess the screen saver on and deal with it later not in front of people because that's how she was programmed probably from a very early age like do not react hold it in stuff it down and deal with it later Um, but yellow people are good at that she really does seem from the outside that like she saved JB and that she's his like guardian angel that is just so supportive as if she's kind of even like she's still doing her thing and she's still successful, but it's like she's there with him every step of the way. Everything he does, she's behind the scenes, every video, every I fucking watch him on an Instagram live once when Noah was, you know, waking up all night and I watch him on an Instagram live at like 3 a.m. He was with some other artist. And Haley was there like on the couch, cuddled up, just like always supportive, which like what you were saying about the parents protecting the the pinks. Yeah. Look how quick I got into this. You get it. (laughs) 
the the parents protecting the pinks is like with Justin. I don't think he's ever come out and said my parents are shitty or they didn't like help me enough. But from his songs like Lonely and even just the way he talks about navigating the stardom from when he was a kid, you kind of understand that he didn't have a Chris Jenner the same way Britney you know, her parents fucking suck. Yeah. And the same way a lot of these stars, like even Demi Lovato, which like, did you see her documentary? Yes. Yes. And that broke me. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. But like, I got like, I mean, this is again, just purely objective from watching is like, I got kind of the vibe that maybe the same thing goes for like her mom. Kind of like, I couldn't tell how there, how protective the mom was, like the way she was speaking about the overdose. I was kind of like, Uh, so a lot of times you do see that, like, you know, the parents have to be very, very, very involved. And I mean, Chris is amazing. That's why, like, I hate when people say, you know, uh, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder because she's not the devil. She's (laughs) so amazing. No. And she has a red, purple aura, Chris Jenner and and red, purple people. So reds are natural leaders. And then the purple is the creative thing. But Mm. red, purples together often get told stuff like that, like they're narcissistic or they have narcissistic tendencies or stuff like that. Mm. I just get with her. She's taught. Listen, she's she, that's her family. They're very loyal. They're very close to each other. Everything that they go through. I mean, that says a lot. And I feel like she says, like, let's be business minded. That's the red. A lot of logic. And let's, you know, capitalize as much as we can off of this. She's got a good mind and then also can kind of like read people where they're at. You know, she's intuitive herself. So anyways, she's protective of Kim and all her kids. Yeah. Okay, you guys, you know, when you go to the hair salon, I do because I just got my not not cord cut. And the stylist gives you like this effortless, wavy, mermaidy look that you're like, I can never do it at home. Well, you can, bitches, with the con air waver. Literally, it's amazing okay it's like effortless beautiful big waves just in time for back to school the conair double ceramic waver is designed with not just one but three barrels so it gets you that plop, 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 that nice wave those nice continuous waves and the double ceramic technology provides even and consistent heat fast styling and the long lasting waves we're looking for to look like contestants on The Bachelor that all have their hair done all the time, unlike us disheveled bitches that need some help. So Conair Waver, you guys get full flowing waves. Now quick and easy. It has those three barrels. So boom, you just clamp it. Lock, you have it. You don't need to have any technique because God knows I don't have any technique when it comes to like doing hair and stuff. And it's super easy. You'll always be selfie ready. So skip the salon, you guys. Save time, save money. Big, beautiful waves at home. No salon appointment needed. What's not to love? Get your waiver delivered to your door. Okay, you guys. So just go to conair.com and search waiver. It's that easy. Search waiver at conair.com, you guys. Get that amazing effortless look we're all looking for. What aura does my love Courtney have? <gasps> Courtney. So Courtney, she's changed though in a good way since Travis because well, she's always been purple and blue, but her purple was always like a little bit like I feel like jaded or edgy or just kind of like, so, okay, so purple, that's like your intuitive, your creative, 
it would kind of like see things. Okay, I get it. I see it. I don't always have facts to back it up, but I just know like a knowing. And then the blue is more like her empath side. So that's like she can feel other people's feelings as her own. And that for her, I feel like represented a vulnerability. So in the past, obviously, I don't feel like she was afforded the opportunity to be vulnerable. Is she the oldest? Because I don't follow. She is. Okay. Yeah. So I get like that kind of vibe on her. Even if she wasn't, she feels like she's the second mom kind of character in the in the sisterdom. And I just get that she put away the vulnerability for a long time, you know, dealt with the whole Scott situation. And then finally with Travis, it's like she's finally looking balanced to me. Like she feels and I wonder if this is you have to feel like she feels safe. Like she feels like she's finally feeling like she can take a breath and maybe she can share something with somebody without them taking it and making it their own situation. And Travis to me feels like he doesn't need anything else. You know, like he's not thirsty anymore. Like I get that from him. Like it's just, he is what he is or he's not, you know, and I just get that they just feel in it for each other and she feels safe in that. So that's kind of what I, so it's nice to see her. And maybe that's what we're all feeling. Like finally stand out. Yeah. Finally. I mean, she, the thing that you said about the blue and taking on, you know, responsibilities and, and, and maybe feeling like, you know, that burden she did say a lot of the time, a lot of times in the show, which like we it never went deep enough for us to like fully understand the whole backstory. But she did allude to the fact that she does have kind of like issues with Chris, like mm-hmm. that growing up, maybe she was, um, you know, she didn't feel so much, I guess, like love or she didn't get enough like mommying or um, she has a lot of complaints towards Chris that come up a lot. So I think she looks to people like she's like cold and she's like, yeah, yeah. And that she's not like, you know, as expressive as like Chloe is. But but I but I think we've seen her like, you know, cry about the Scott situation, put that whole thing out there, bring up the shit that she has with uh, Chris, then physically fight Kim. Uh two seasons ago and also even her relationship with Chloe changed so much throughout the years like in beginning seasons they were like soulmates and Kim was kind of the outsider and I think in a lot of families that would cause a lot of trouble but I think Kim is such a confident to herself kind of lone wolf person and she is so like has her own life that she never kind of seemed so affected like if you're three sisters like I have two sisters and I know what it's like like and two are closer it's fucking drama city. And Courtney and Chloe used to, you know, horseplay and have all these inside jokes and, and shit. And Kim was kind of outside of it and it was fine with her. And then when Chloe had true, she even said out loud that she connects more to Kim's style of parenting, which was super hurtful to Courtney because she like prides herself on her kids and blah, blah, blah. And you could really see the shift like Chloe and, and, and Courtney kind of drifting away, Chloe becoming closer with Kim. And I think that caused a lot of issues between Courtney and Kim and, and with Chloe just because of the jealousy and of s- such a change in relationships, w- which happened. So and yeah, she went from the least interesting to look at or whatever the fuck Kim said to currently the most interesting. And with this coupling that everybody you know, want to know about. So tell us about Courtney and Travis together and how their auras match up. Oh, yeah. So like, it's it's funny, just like what you said too. like, I think like post COVID, like not post, I guess we're still in it. But like also like 
after the election, just like all this shit everybody went through. I feel like we're there's something about the audience like we want to see real love and authentic stuff. I don't know. So maybe it's like also the timing of Courtney and Travis feels interesting for us all. We're all like, oh, my God, thank you. Please show us what real love looks like. But when I look at them, Travis, he's green and purple, but he would always used to wear like this inauthentic blue. So inauthentic colors. This is like Aura 2.0, but I feel like you can handle it. Um, It's like when you wear a color that's not you. Mm. But I was noticing and I did a, a post about this that lately I wasn't seeing that on him anymore. So so when somebody wears like an inauthentic color, particularly inauthentic blue, they can kind of like, I don't know, disappear from society or be a little invisible or kind of be like down in the dumps or just kind of feel like Eeyore, like that's like Eeyore vibes or something. And I get that he's, so she's helping him feel safe to be himself. And I feel like he's been able to kind of, I don't know, have like more confidence or whatnot. Cause I don't really know much about him. This is just like me reading his aura. So I don't know like what happened in his past relationships or anything like that. But I, I've only started paying attention to him since he was with um, Courtney. But I, I get this thing where he felt like constantly just serially like unsuccessful with connecting with people. And it's like he, put it on himself and blamed it on himself and was like, whatever, it's me. I'm not going to try anymore. So like whatever this she's doing for him, I feel like they're very authentic together. And I, I just, that's what I get from them. I get a lot of authenticity. I get, I mean, we're all watching. It's like, it's a little, a lot right now to like all the attention. And I think you mentioned this on one of your podcasts, like they're totally like playing into that, like a little bit, like you can tell like, okay, like, you know, we're watching and we're watching. Yeah. But I also feel like it's still real and they're having fun with it. Like they're laughing about it. Yeah. Like they're not like, I don't know if they're getting off on it so much as they're just like laughing about it. Like, oh my God, look, they care or like whatever. And I feel like it's just kind of, instead of this being this stressful life that they live where it's a lot of fishbowl living, it's more like, oh, let's laugh about it together. And I like their jovial kind of vibe or whatnot. So, but the whole like them, I just, feel like they're going to be together for quite a while. Um, if not, I mean, what's forever in, in, the, in that world, but like as close as you can get in that yeah. world, I feel like they're in it for the long haul. And yeah, they just feel like they're soul. They have, they have like a soul connection. They do. But you did have a post about Scott and Courtney scored and you were saying that they were like star-crossed lovers or something. God. Yeah. And here's the thing, like this is where I get a little like crazy psychic lady, but I think we all feel it when the whole Scott and Courtney situation. So it's like, I called it twin flames. Mm. So twin flames, the way I see it, it's like a really intense relationship that teaches you a lot, but it just isn't meant to work out. You know, it's like, it's like they burn so hot together that it burns out like that. And so everyone's, and there's, the thing is when you have a twin flame relationship, it's like that one person that, you felt so attached to, so like, I need to be around them at the detriment of anything in my life. I don't care. I just need to be with this person. And you learn a ton about yourself, but it just, for whatever reason, it just never works out with them. It's like never easy. Mm. And I feel like they had that together and they, I feel like they do love each other. And it is something that is different than a safer love or like a lasting relationship, obviously. And I feel like they both know that, but at the same time, like when I get, when I look at Scott, he always feels so sad. I know he's with that other girl now, but he just feels kind of sad to me yeah. all the time. And I feel like, 
I don't know. And I don't want to put her down. Um, what's her last name? What's her name? The girl he's Amelia with? Amelia Gray. Yes, Amelia. Like, and, I, and she's a nice, she, I'm sure she's sweet and everything and they're working it out or whatever and they're having fun. But I just feel like he felt he had to do something to get his mind off of it. It just happens to be all in public. Yeah. That's it's what hard I, to watch. And I feel the same way about Amelia is like, sometimes I'll even go to want to say something snarky or whatever. And I'm like, a, I really don't know her. Like she's the daughter of Lisa Renna. I've, yeah. I haven't watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I'm not, so, what is it? So good, right? It's good this season. Yeah. I know everyone's saying that. <laughs> I really should watch it probably because New York sucks. And I was very into New York before. Yeah. But like, I don't know her. I don't know her vibe at all. I don't think I've ever heard her speak. So it's like, yeah. you know, I can't really like make fun or, or be snarky. And also I know that she's had issues. She's had like uh, eating disorders and body image stuff. So like, I don't want to poke with that. And a lot of times when I make fun of them as a couple or say something, I want to make it very clear that like Scott is the one kind of bringing out that in yeah. me. Cause You're it's like, kind just of to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to be clear, you guys, Scott is triggering me, not right. Amelia, but for real, because I mean the, the sad, the, the sadness, we all see it. Like he real, and you wonder, it's like, is it actually like He's walking around sad because his one true love, Courtney, is so fucking publicly happy and so opposite of how we've seen her with him. Like she was always like, Scott, stop. And like all of a sudden she's sucking thumbs like in fucking videos and and Frenching at the UFC like he would die. I mean, I can't even imagine. And I think he knows like what you're saying. I think he and has even said it on the show, whether he said it you know, for popularity or whatever he said, like Courtney is the love of my life. And like, mm. she's the mom of his kids. Yeah. And I think he so loves her. But I do think that Courtney is so strong. And like, she made that decision years ago yeah. that like, even though she loves him and all that, like he's not that good for her. And I think Travis is so good for her. Yeah. And she's just like the happiest we've ever seen her. And it's shining through. He's so you, just wait. like, he, he feels like an adult. Travis to me, even though he looks like how he looks like, he just feels like mature. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's not like he doesn't need to go to like a, uh, even though they have been in a lot of events. And like you said, they are enjoying the publicity of it all. Like he doesn't need to go like clubbing in Vegas with his buddies. Like yeah. he has kids, like he's eating vegan shit and like snacking on almonds all day. Like right. he's really not living that life. And they were friends for so long. So you were saying, sorry, you were saying that he was an imposter blue. Yes. And then changed. Yes. So I, so when I see that, like, cause we, and this is actually a source of many of our issues. So I, when I do readings for just regular people, you know, I, I see this all the time. Um, a main source of your unhappy, of people's unhappiness is when we try to be something we're not. So it's just when we try to live life in a different way, cause we, very subconsciously feel deep down that we can't survive the way that we actually are. And this can come from like trauma and this can come from just how you were raised. This can come from all sorts of things. So I just get this like really deep, deep and just seated relationship rejection issues that he has that it's almost like if he had met her earlier, it wouldn't have worked out like that. He's what the age that he's at and the place that he's at in life. He's finally ready and safe enough to kind of like confront that stuff and have a relationship in spite of it. I feel like he's just, he could have gone either way. Like Travis feels like somebody who could have stayed very broken, but he mm. made a choice not to be. Yeah. And I feel like she needed that rawness from somebody. Like she couldn't just date just 
just random somebody that doesn't understand life. Like the his trauma and the fact that he's gone through so much in, in his life, I feel like drew him to her um, and drew her to him because that's authentic and real. And I feel like she needed somebody to match what she kind of feels like maybe she went through in life and what she's been through and the cuts and the wounds that she's had to hide away. I feel like they get that from each other. The stuff that hurts that you feel like you can't talk to other people about. So I feel like, and I, they just, yeah, they get it, you know? And I feel like that's, that's what I see as a couple. And, and just from an outside perspective, like, why do we care? You know, like, what is this? Why do we care? Just from my, just the way I see it, it's like, we're feeling what safety feels like. Like, Mm -hmm. it just feels like right or safe or kind of like when you find home, that's what it feels like. I feel like when I look at them versus with Scott and her, man, it felt interesting and it was passionate. And I feel like I was even rooting for them. I'm like, come on, guys, figure it out. Like, you love each other so much. This is so screwed up, you know, but that's not safe. And you always have that in the back of your mind. Like, is he going to do it again or whatever? So, yeah. Dear women everywhere, let's start a fashion revolution. Old Navy is changing the shopping game with bod equality. Bod equality means size equality, price equality, and style for women everywhere. That's right, you guys. Old Navy is making every one of its styles in every size and with no difference in price because we deserve it. And our sisters, moms, and friends do too. Old Navy's bod equality started with you, the customer. Old Navy read thousands of product reviews, conducted thousands of interviews, even went on shopping trips with real customers to hear what you, the customer, had to say. And you know what? They really, really listened. Have you ever seen something you loved and thought it was straight up rude that it wasn't made in your size? Old Navy heard you. Every one of their women's cells is now made in the full size range. Oh, it's just... I love this campaign so much because this movement, this shopping revolution, because we want clothes made to fit on real women's bodies. And Old Navy literally listened to us and they spent years listening, studying, modeling, testing, refining and perfecting so that us, we, you and women everywhere can have amazing fashion that celebrates each of us as we are. That means walking into a store, seeing your size. That means walking. That means going online and seeing models that look like you. And that just excites me and honestly gives me goosebumps. And I'm just so happy that everyone will have a positive shopping experience because we all know that shopping doesn't always feel positive. Body quality uh, means what it sounds like that now in every store, you'll see new mannequins in multiple sizes and online. You can see the styles you love on models in sizes 4, 12 and 18. It means a consistent and comfortable fit for every size, double zero through 30, extra small through 4X. It took years of work tons of revisions, thousands of people, including customers, to create this fully integrated shopping experience. That's body quality, a revolutionized shopping experience for women everywhere. So see oldnavy.com slash body equality for additional details. Style subject to availability. I'm so excited to tell you guys about Framebridge. I actually forgot to show you on Instagram that I framed two pictures so far of obviously Noah. So one I did 
from my freezing merch shoot that husband Noah shoved themselves into. If you guys remember, and we got the cutest family photo that I knew that it needed to be framed. And another one from his first birthday because I'm a basic chugaloog. And you know that I'm going to do a freaking another one. Framebridge makes it so easy. I legit did it from my phone. Like you could do a digital piece of art. So as easy as just uploading it from your phone choosing a size, choosing a frame, or if you have a physical piece of art, they make it super easy to like mail it in and go through that process super, super, super easily. So custom frames comes out amazing, delivers quick, like literally instead of hundreds, you'd pay it like a you know old school framing store. Their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free no matter what. Plus, they're giving my listeners 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use the code not skinny. So get started today. Frame your photos or give someone the perfect gift. Honestly, go to framebridge.com. Use the promo code not skinny to save 15% off. That's framebridge.com. The promo code is not skinny. Again, framebridge.com, promo code not skinny, and get your photos to last forever because we all know that when it's in our phone, it's like, you know, the cloud, like, let's not leave it up to the cloud gods. Let's frame those really important moments that we want to keep around forever. What do you feel about Kim and Kanye? Like, lately, since they announced their divorce, And, you know, the Kardashians are always like very loyal. They stick by their even baby daddy exes like they forgive and they move on. But so I expected them to co-parent and be cool. But I didn't expect like this kind of relationship where she's supporting him so hugely. And she went to his um, listening parties. And more than that, they even matched like their outfits at listening parties. And, you know, she shared images from there and. So they seem to be like on very, very, very good terms, almost like hopeful that they might get back together because uh, a lot of media outlets just published that him and Irina uh, Shake are no longer dating, which like, come on, you guys, none of us thought that they were like, you know, getting married and being together forever. I didn't even notice that. I wasn't even. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> it was like they were seen like once together and we decided they're like, like a real okay. thing. Yeah. But what do you feel from Kim and Kanye? Are they meant to be forever? No, I think this is I always got just sadness between. So their marriage in general felt like it was like an agreement between friends. So I felt like they definitely both wanted some sort of like insulated life from the, the, the oh my God, the gilded cages they both found themselves in, in a way. It's like, OK, you know, I'll love you unconditionally. You love me unconditionally. And that's what we'll give each other. And I feel like, you know, Kanye just went off the rails and it just went off like way further than maybe their agreement, you know, could have lasted on paper. But I feel like in her heart and in his heart, they have this just unconditional respect and love and understanding for each other. And I think like when we're like, oh, people get divorced. Oh, now they hate each other. Like, no, I don't feel like Kim's somebody that can hate people. Like, I... Like, I get, I've never met her, like, at all. But I don't, I feel like she's a sweet person. And I feel like she wouldn't even know to hate somebody or she'd just forget it or internalize it or get insecure instead of hate somebody or whatever. And I feel like with Kanye, he has issues. And I feel like those issues can excuse a lot of behaviors. And I just get that with the kids and the way that they see family and stuff, they've always had an alternate 
relationship from traditional marriage like the rest of us could assume it would be. So I feel like there are always going to be these like really nice co-parents. I honestly feel like Kim's still stuck on him and was almost like told that this has to end for your own image or whatever or your own money or your own whatever. And I feel like Kanye understood that. So but I just get their hearts didn't separate, even though they're, you know, the paperwork did. I mean, that's kind of just what I get from them. But they always had kind of a non-traditional relationship. And it feels like that's the same. It's just on paper. It's not right. Because even before it's like she even said he was living in different places like they weren't. So it's like you're right. It almost feels like the same, except not the same. And I mean, it will only seem different maybe when we see her dating yeah. Or something like that. And we can. Uh, I feel like that'll be it. weird in a way because she doesn't feel ready and or any. It feels awkward to him, too. Like the whole thing feels awkward. Yeah. And I mean, they're still matching, you know, in Balenciaga <laughs> fits. So right. that will have to probably stop once they have other significant others. And he only follows her in like Balenciaga on Instagram. By the way, this week he threw shade at Drake and they have an ongoing feud. He posted his home address on Google Maps and then deleted it. A, I was told by a lot of Canadians that it's like very common knowledge, like where uh, Drake lives in Toronto, I think. So it's not like... Yeah, but Canadians aren't crazy. You know, like (laughs) (laughs) Canadians will take that information. They're like, A, sorry, A. Like, I love Canadians. Like, they're not not like like, trespassing. If that was any other in the States, like just lock your doors, move. Yeah. So Kanye deleted it, but obviously that ignited a whole thing again, which I personally feel like it's probably just to kind of promote his new record that we're still waiting for to come out. Donda. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. We're still (laughs) waiting, Kanye. We're still waiting. And soon. Yeah. Well, we will forget. Um, What about Benefer 2.0? So JLo, JLo's red and purple like Kris Jenner. So I just get the same vibes from her. Like she's, you know, a leader. She manages herself. She knows what she wants. She's kind of, and I feel like Ben, he's just got that kind of, I don't know, like safe. And again, with the safe thing, like safe energy, they're friends. They probably always have been friends. We wonder like, oh, is it for the publicity or is it real? And my aunt, like, can it be for both? Because I get both on that. Mm. Like, I feel like she's not stupid. You know, she she hasn't gotten this far and been this relevant for this long by not, you know, using opportunities that come to her. She's red purple, a lot like Kris Jenner. Like they see something working. They're like, oh, I can get let's let's work all the angles on this. So I feel like that's the whole thing with the benefit. She's like working all the angles. And Ben, I mean, I don't know if he was ever completely over her. She feels like she's always the one calling the shots. So I can see him. He was like waiting for that call for years to happen again. And the guy needs direction. He's very blue. And I feel like he needs a lot of direction sometimes from people like come in, do this, tell me what I'm doing next or whatnot. And I feel like she provides that to him. You're going to wear this. We're going to go here. Yeah. You know, kind of like give, you know, this is, you know what, let's, let's talk to your manager. Let's get your manager on the phone. I feel like she's trying to revitalize him a little bit. Like let's Mm. stop getting you in these depressing roles. Let's get you in a better role. Like, I don't know. Like I can see her trying like, just like, let's make you livelier or something. Yeah. And I feel like he needed that. I mean, I mean, he was looking lively on his daily dog walks with Ana de Armas, uh, which were heavily paparazzi. My whole quarantine was basically daily pics of Ben and Ana de Armas drinking Duncan and picking up dog poop. And then they broke <laughs> up one day. But I think he seemed pretty lively with her. 
But it's so funny because people will say like, oh, what about Jennifer Garner? And I'm like, Jennifer Garner is legit like living her life. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, she went through fucking shit with Ben and like she was there for him. It is, you know, hardest times. But I totally feel like she's completely over him. She's oh, living yeah. her little cute 13 going on 30 IRL <laughs> life on Instagram. It's true. And That's she's so just funny. the cutest. But it, she just but handed it, him off. She's like, you know what? Go take him. That's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like she's like, yeah, OK, be on the yacht. Did you see the theory that with all the paparazzi pictures coming out that they were recreating like <laughs> Jenny from the block? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. You know, but yeah. And I I mean, God bless the people that figure this stuff out. Like, honestly, like, how do no, you I mean, do I that? think it's debunked because like, where's the video? But like, we'll wait a little bit longer, even though it is like kind of, you know, eyebrow raising to be like, wait, your hand is on our ass the same exact way it was in 2007 or whatever. But you're right. Like, we didn't see his eagle tattoo the entire Italian trip. Meanwhile, she was in bathing suits. Yeah. So did he get a directive to I like, feel like he did like I not feel, remove? Yeah, Even though think, he is smoking cigarettes. So like she hasn't she hasn't. Um, Yeah, that post that I put up was like made me lull every time people were dying from it. Is that like a rod is this like sleeky, shiny, like douche canoe, which like no hate towards like men's makeup. They need it. They can do it. But, you know, I put up the picture of him like putting on this like concealer and then the picture of Ben like ruggedy, like smoking cigs. And you're like, wow. Like, so how do you explain that in your like couple reading stuff? Like she was with somebody like a rod. I know, but she's like with somebody like Ben, like they seem so different. They are so different. I mean, a rod to me, he, okay. So a rod's purple red too. So I was always shocked that they lasted as long as they did. Cause it's like, two very strong personalities. It's like if you were dating yourself and you were kind of a difficult person already. So like that might be just like a lot or something. I just get he he's a he to me. He feels like he would yes her to death. Like yes, 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 yes. And then he'd go do what he wanted to do. Yeah. So it's like that red in him was like, yes, I want to have this blended family and I have family's important to me. And Jennifer's a smart girl and let's let's listen to that. And I have these values, core values with her together. And then there is like the other part of him, which is like the self-destructive purple, which is like, ooh, what if I get it? And I feel like, you know, that attention seeking behavior or like his ego needs to be stoked in a different way, you know, and, and the, my whole thing with like athletes <laughs> to like after what do you replace that with? Like you need to what do you replace it with when you walk off the field for the last time? What the hell do you replace a stadium of like hundreds of like 30,000 people? Like, what do you replace that with? And I, and a lot of them get into negative habits of replacing it with like self-destructive Gambling. behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's and, the same with musicians too, though. You know, they get the same rush on stage and fans and everything like that. It's hard to experience that sort of adulation outside of yourself and not tie your identity to it. And then when it goes away, which inevitably it does for everybody, it, you know, or, or gets, you know, diminished or whatever, you have to go back inside and find it. And that can break people. You know, that breaks regular people, you know, well, like, especially if he's also dating JLo and it's not diminishing for her. Like no. she's timeless and well, he's she's not a hustler. And yeah. she 
know, she knows let's work with where I am. I'm not going to live in the past. I'm going to live in this moment. I'm 50. All right, I'm doing the Super Bowl. I'm 50. You know, like she will own her body, own herself, own her season of life and like put herself out there in a way that's authentic and makes sense. But the girl reinvents herself constantly. And I feel like A-Rod got stuck in that. He just couldn't reinvent except for the makeup thing. And that was bad. Like, don't, it's not where you reinvent. <laughs> it's not, it's not your path. Maybe Alex. that's why they broke up. She was like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm doing it. And she was like, I can't be here. <laughs> I can't be here if you're going to do the men's concealer. Sorry. Okay. Another couple that I know people are going to die to hear your read on is MGK <laughs> yes. and Megan Fox. They call themselves, I'll just preface and say that they call themselves twin flames. Do you concur? Yeah. Here's my thing. And this is why the whole like twin flame soulmate, be what you want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like, I'll do it just for like, oh, this is what I get. But like, I, you know, they've labeled themselves like twin flames don't work out. So if you want to call yourself that like, cool, you know, or whatever. I mean, that's just how I see it. Okay. Megan Fox. Now, this is where, here I go. I'm going to sound like a crazy psychic lady. She has a rainbow aura, that, which means she's a star seed, which means, this is, I sound nuts, Amanda. I know. Which means when I see her, she's got like an extraterrestrial vibe. So when I see somebody with a star seed aura, and it's very rare, I can count on like one hand the amount of times I've seen it. And she's one of them. Oh, Keanu Reeves is too, but a different type. Yeah. They, I want to be extraterrestrial. They're so cool because- <gasps> It's I'm like jealous. their first incarnation, their their last incarnation was not a human one. And then this is their next life. That's, and you could go down a rabbit hole with that. And it's like, it's really fascinating stuff. But usually the way that they kind of come off is a little bit like usually very into woo-woo stuff, very kind of like scientific about it in a way. So they're not just like, oh, crystals are fun, tarot. They're like, no, this like they get into it. Like I see that. I see yes. that with Megan. They get really into it and they'll talk to you about it. And like, if you said that to her, she'd probably be like, yes, and actually I'm a Palladian. And she'd probably just go right into like her theory that she already has about it. They just kind of, and usually like the work that they do is different. Like it's hard for like, um, if they're in Hollywood, it's hard for like Starseed Auras to like do anything just like a regular role or whatever. Sometimes they're very like just weird roles or offbeat if they're, regular, you know, jobs. They they usually do something in the tech industry or something kind of new technologies kind of things. So anyway, so yeah. So that's what I get on her. She wears like a purple over it to kind of blend in with the rest of us. But I mean, she just feels odd in a good way, but odd. That's what I get from her. She feels like she does her thing. It's hard for, I feel like Brian was her ex, right? That was yeah. her husband. I feel like he did a lot of like Megan managing. So like I get, he would just like try to make her a little bit more not make her, but like, you know, I feel like they just didn't mesh after a well, while. She was like, she was on the down low for like 10 yeah. years, like having her babies and just being kind of a Hollywood pariah for some reason because of like that Michael Bay drama. Oh. Um, but then she came back and she's kind of making her comeback with MGK. She there's something that I mean, the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way there with Megan is like, the behavior about the premiere with the movie ran directed is like, show the fuck up, oh, do yeah, your fucking job, that? especially if you're going to be in places with a gazillion people. Don't use COVID as an excuse. Also, she didn't post about the movie once. Like, obviously, she thinks she's better than that fucking movie. And I just feel like it's super disrespectful. And I felt really bad. Um, yeah. But he was also so. so OK, so what do you see about um, MGK? Yeah, I mean, I. 
and with the whole machine gun Kelly guy. Well, Colson, sorry, Colson Baker. Is that his name? Coulson? Yeah. I don't know this. Okay. With Colson, <laughs> I just, he to me feels, I mean, okay. He's great on purple. I mean, I realize people did hear of him before he started dating her. Like, they're more of a power together than they were separately. Right. So I feel like they both understand this. And Machine Gun Kelly might understand it even more than Megan understands it. And I feel like the way that they get their relevance is by, you know, stupid crap like that. Like, okay, we're not going to show up to this thing. Or I'm going to wear, you know, like nails. Or like, we're going to do like, you know, I feel like kind of like their bursts into society that are a little irreverent and make us all like that's like they I, they feel planned to me and mm. a little bit but I do get that their relationship together I mean it feels very passionate and it feels like he's more creative when he's with her and I feel like she's very supportive of that creativity I want to see her do more things and it's interesting that she did something but then yeah. she didn't like promote it yeah. and that kind of goes back to and my question with her would be like why are you why don't you stick up for yourself? Like, why don't you self-promote? Like, why don't you hold yourself up? Like, she's so supportive to um, MGK. Yeah. She's basically his groupie. Like, she goes yes. everywhere with yes. him. She was even, you know, it was so funny because a week before the premiere, they were at the UFC, which had like 9,000 people. And then like a week later, they were at, I don't know if it was Lollapalooza. And like, right. yeah, you had to show proof of vaccination, but still there were a lot of people. And then like a week later, if you wanted to make that argument about Lollapalooza, there was um, another event in Chicago that was like super small, like underground, tons of people. And listen, like maybe like she might be older than me, I think. And probably I'm more of a grandma than she is. But it was like MGK was like spraying fire extinguisher. And I was just kind of like, I could never like deal with that. I would be yeah. like, get it away from me. I don't. Yeah. And I'm like, Megan is a fucking like doll. Like she really yes. is extraterrestrial. Like she yeah. is. And I heard from people that met her physically that's like shocking how like beautiful she is, but almost like made of plastic, kind of like unreal. Yeah. Which you can see like her body is like perfect and like she's like a robot. And it's yeah. hard to see her in those situations. Like, does she want to be in a mosh pit in Lollapalooza? But and not at her own movie premiere. You're like, you're yeah. right. Like, why are you shitting on your own thing? Yeah. And, and I think that's like a that's sad when I think we see her do that. Because I'm like, are you just falling into the same trap again or whatever? And right. I think, because. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we give it an excuse like she was raising babies with Brian. OK. OK. She's out of the line. But and then, oh, she's coming back. Maybe she needed it. And now it's happening again. I don't know. It's kind of sad. Huzzah. Huzzah. OK, you guys, you know, I'm obsessed with drinking seltzer all day. I have, you know, what's it called? Oral something. Literally, I just have to be drinking something, eating something all the time. So your girl has to look for something that's not bad for you to drink all the time, but it's not boring like water. Huzzah is that for me. It's the best seltzer ever. It has less than three grams of sugar and great ingredients and full of flavor. Like other seltzers, I feel like will have like that really faint flavor, but Huzzah has really, really blasting flavor. And I love their raspberry and lemon, strawberry and hibiscus and juicy pear. It's just really unique flavors you don't get anywhere else. Plus, 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 plus. It has probiotics in it. Isn't that wild? Like, okay, let me just drink the seltzer, be a freaking goddess of health, like a vision of health. And have stuff that's good for your gut in there, like probiotics that, mm, whoops, I forget to actually take as a supplement, but it's in 
my seltzer. It's in Miami seltzer. So you guys check out Huzzah. Get 20% off. Stock up on it, actually, by going to drinkhuzzah.com and enter code NOTSKINNY. That's drinkhuzzah, drink, H-U-Z-Z-A-H.com and enter code NOTSKINNY to get 20% off, you guys. That's, you know, again, put an exclamation point in your summer with Huzzah. Stock up. With 20% off when you use code not skinny at drinkhuzza. That's drink H U Z Z A H dot com. And the code is not skinny. Get that last taste of summer in your fridge. Feel like the Kardashians have a bunch of cans lined up that are like sweating with like, you know, that good cold drink sweat poured over ice in a glass and dream of an ice machine that you'll have one day like I do. Anyway, drinkhuzza.com code is not skinny for 20% off. I do have a random question. Okay, so Summer House, um, do you watch it on Bravo? I don't, although I had I, I had Hannah Burner on my own podcast, <laughs> but I didn't. I don't watch it. And she was telling me all about the drama. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that it happened to you, but I do not know what. No, so I, so, okay. So there was some reference to Psychic there who thought two people were making, like cooking up. So I thought maybe it was you and I was It's not me. You. No. Okay. No. And people keep asking me that. And I'm like, no, that's oh. not me. No. Oh, okay. That me. <laughs> but do you have psychic abilities as well as the aura, like in terms of seeing like other stuff aside from the auras? Yeah. So the way it works for me and I just the way that I feel future where it's very free will. So we all have our own. Like I could tell you, you're going to go take this job and you're like, screw it. I'm not taking that job. You know what I mean? Like, so all you have free will. So I read based on trajectory. So it's kind of like we're, um, if you see everybody as kind of just a repeating pattern, which a lot of us tend to be, um, I see the pattern through spirit. And then I can be like, you know, based on just how I feel like you act and the, all the people around you are acting like you'll get, this will happen for you or this person will work for you or you two will work out or like whatever. But it's based on kind of like, as long as nobody changes or you know, goes through something or, or some or f- uses their free will to kind of interrupt it. But yeah, I like because like when I do readings for people, usually the place that I feel like I'm called to help with is like figuring your life out because <laughs> I get a lot of people like, listen, I'm stuck or why am I like this or why does this keep happening to me or what's going on or what do I really want to do or why and kind of just like getting into the whys of you, which are very deep seated programmed conditioned stuff and like when you see it in yourself then you have all the tools to make any future you want because you understand the way that you are and what your hang-ups are before they subconsciously hang you up so that's kind of like what I do in readings but um but yeah like things like I'll see like babies around people or I'll be like you know sometimes I'll see babies like floating around somebody it's like are you pregnant are you are you guys trying like that kind of and it'll fall out of my or mouth do people ask you like specific questions like will I marry the guy that I'm with yeah oh I get that all the time yeah they'll give me like a picture of them and the boyfriend or whatever and it's like okay is this gonna work if you have to ask that you know that you know what I mean like <laughs> so that's yeah that's yeah. like the first thing. So usually I don't let I, I don't let people talk. I try not I try to talk the most in reading. So like mm. it's like let me just let me just say what I get. You know what I mean? Before you tip me off to like what you are trying to lead me into or whatever, because oh. I want it pure from what I get instead of like being influenced by like, oh, she's not gonna like, you know, hearing this about her boyfriend or whatever. You know what I mean? So like I 
But I'll look at pictures of people together, like, like you know, like J-Lo and Bennifer or, or you know, uh, Courtney and Travis. And it's like, oh, man, they feel they feel lasting. That feels good. That feel, they feel like they're going to have a baby, like that kind of stuff, like yeah. that. And then some people, you look at them and you're like, ooh. Like, that's what I get when I look at Megan Fox and MKG. I'm like, eh, I don't MG- know. <laughs> What's it? What's his name? MJ Key. I'm like grandma. MJ MJ Key. That's so funny. Gun Wait, man. I'm trying to think know. if I want to like ask you any questions about me before. Will I um stay in New York? So when I is this where you live? The place I'm looking at behind you. Yeah. Okay. So. I get this. Okay, so in your true yellow, purple Amanda fashion, (laughs) I feel like you have like really good ideas that point one way and then like really good ideas that are the exact opposite. And then it's just like you stew in them like that. And I just get this feeling with where you're living now. It's like metaphorically feels like that's happening there where you're like, okay, like if we say I should X, Y, Z, but if we're leaving, so I get like a limbo feeling about the place that you're currently in. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more of a leaning away from it. Honestly, I feel like I like I actually get the message like, and I don't know what this means. Like the things you thought, I feel like living where you thought you had to live isn't, isn't necessary anymore or something like that. Like, so it's not like you have to be there to get the things that you want or whatever. So I feel like mm. there's some sort of like, movement happening for you but it'll be because you are the type of person that kind of makes your own I mean you're an entrepreneur I'm you know whatever you want to call it like you kind of make your own way in the world and I feel like you want a different type of situation for more babies and stuff like that oh so you see more babies that was my next question I feel more babies I mean obviously you have to do the work to get the baby oh shit I thought it would just happen (laughs) right But I do. I do. Every time I just, I, every time, like, when I look at your Instagram and I see you with, with your uh, Noah, right? With your baby. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, where's the other one? And I'm like, oh, my, she only has one. And usually that's my thing when I feel like another one's coming soon. Or, like, it's on, I don't know if you're getting baby fever or you're getting no, kind of like, No, no, okay. no fever. First of all, I've never had fever. Let's make that clear. <laughs> Let's put it out there. I feel like it's such a, I was never that person and I mean, I think it's obvious how much I fucking love my baby, but I wasn't that person that was like, me, 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 Nina Dresden. Like I wasn't, you know, and it's okay if you're not, you can still be a cool ass, really hot mom. Yeah. Look um, at Chris Jenner. But, but about the moving away, that is like when you were saying it, I started like introspecting and I think maybe what you're seeing is that. I thought that I needed to be in New York to be where my family is. And now I'm kind of like, maybe I don't like, that's not the reason that I would stay here. Um, but because of my very, what is it? Yellow side, which is very like planning and organized. Yeah. Logical. And yeah. So for me making a move, that's not like necessary, right? Just making a move on a whim, like, Oh, I want to move here. I want to move. Like, isn't going to happen. Like, so for me, like the move is very open and very yeah. there. Like you said, it is brewing, but it has to be like, there was a job offer. There was yeah. a situation like there was something. Yeah. So I love your husband that. or something like that. So like, and that's a good example, actually, of what future actually is. If you don't know what you want, then that's what you get. A world of just fuzzy. OK, it, what, what the reality that you create is the one that is in your mind right now. 
So if you're like, I don't know, this or that, then day after day after day, it's just going to be given back to you. I don't know, this or that. Right. And then when you, but when something happens or you make a decision or you find something that you want, for example, like let's say you were just saw some house like upstate, I don't know where you'd work, you know, move or whatever. And you're just like, hmm, I like that. Then now all of a sudden we have a direction. <laughs> now yeah. all of a sudden it can like just, now a trajectory can happen, but you have to kind of be brave, which isn't hard for you, but like I feel like a lot of us get stuck in thinking something is going to happen, but we don't even know what we want to happen. So you yeah. have to focus on what you want first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but how, it's what interesting. Would you say, I have this friend that says, which, which is always uh, like, I bring th- that analogy up. She always is like, cause you know, when you have to make a decision about something and it could be smaller, it could be big. And it's kind of like, okay, now like go think about it. You know? Yeah. And my friend is always like, I'm not, like, you don't go to the beach light up a cigarette and think like, hmm, am I going to be an architect or am I going to be a like philosopher? Like right. you're not going to get the answer in a five minute cigarette on the beach. So, I mean, it, you know, making a decision is like harder than, you know, thinking about it or pondering on it or sleeping yeah. on it. Because it's not outside of us. Like we think that we have to make a choice about what am I going to major in or yeah, what job do I want to do when I grow up or whatever? We think that that is some sort of lasso that we tie and that pulls us forward. And what really it is, and this is what happens in my readings, is when you actually go inside of yourself and you start figuring out what are my motivations? What am I insecure about? What are the things I try really desperately hard to hide from other people? Like what? Like when you start going and doing that work, which you can call, I don't self-help work or spiritual, you know, awakening or whatever you want to call it that then all of a sudden when somebody's like, Hey, do you want to move? It's real clear. Like, Nope, I don't. <laughs> or yes, I do. <laughs> right. And, and the decisions all of a sudden aren't decisions anymore. It's just obvious choices. O- that's, yeah, yeah. Because when you know yourself better, but you know, I mean, obviously life happens and you know, limbo isn't the worst place to be sometimes, you know, sometimes we have to live in an in-between time just because of whatever's going on. But that those are really good times to work on the inside stuff. Who am I? What am I? And it's I? so fun to know yourself. And like, it gives you such a feeling of confidence, which I say to a lot of people when they turn 30, like, I feel like I felt like a person that knows what she wants. And even in the small things, like, no, I don't want to go camping. Like, I don't need to try it. I don't need to pretend for you. Right. I don't need to anything. I don't want to go camping or yeah. I don't like vodka. Why am I ordering a vodka cranberry? Because everybody's ordering vodka soda or whatever, you know, like I don't like it. And I think there's something with age that getting to know yourself in the little things and being able to say, I don't want to do that. I do want to do that is such a empowering feeling. You know what I mean? Oh my God. And that's what, and you just hit the nail on the head. Cause it's kind of like just linking it back to the aura color is like, if you're blue, maybe like you don't like crowded parties and like you were making yourself go to them for years and mm-hmm. talk to a ton of people that you were never going to see again and make small talk. And then like, yeah, you hit a certain age. You're like, you know what? Like I was doing that because I felt like that was appropriate to do or I had to do that to fit in. I don't want to do that. Like I'd rather that. go to coffee with a good friend than do that. It's and so um, yes, and it is. And you're so right about turning 30. Like when I turned 30, I was all depressed about it. And then my friend who was like 31 was like, 30 was the best year of my life. And thir- my 30s have been treated me well. I know myself a lot better than I ever have. That's true. That's exactly the line that I say. I know you know yourself better. 
Mystic freaking Michaela, where can people contact you for readings? First of all, Mystic Michaela on Instagram, follow her, get in the know with all the auras. Uh, but if anybody wants to personally reach out, if they want to talk to you, what's the best way? Yeah. So mysticmichaela.com. Um, I have a book coming out. You can, uh, the angel number book, you can get it on simonandschuster.com. What else? Oh, and at my podcast, Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Oh my God. That's so fun. So much going on. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. I feel like really my brain, you know, worked a little today. You so thank get you it for though. That. You get the aura. Oh my God. I'm so the, into it now. You do. I'm you so get like the aura grade. I give you, I pass the aura hat to you. You got it. <laughs> I love it. Love the auras. Can't wait to discuss more. Celebr- First of all, we need a new celebrity couple. We need new yes, entertainment news, bitches. We need I check more. It all the time. Well, yeah, we need more, but we'll, we'll keep each other posted on that. All right. Thanks, babe. Thanks, Amanda, for having me. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.